And we are rolling. I apologize if you can hear a low hum. Someone is out back. They appear to be power washing an alley, a filthy alley. That seems to me like a good use of resources. Mm -hmm. But sorry if you hear it on the audio. So, hey, we're here to do a podcast. It's our uh, it's our first religious movie. It's going to get spiritual. It's going to get spiritual up in here. You know, as I think about the goodness of Jesus <laughs> and all that he has done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah, thank God. All right, I've got the spirit. I've got the Holy Spirit now. Come on, everybody. It's time to have fun. Because when you think about fun, I think about church. Yeah. I don't know about you. Uh, Sunday morning. Yeah. There's nothing more fun. Uncomfortable shoes. Um, sitting upright. That's really great. Good mm-hmm. posture. That's That screams fun. Music. All right. I just, I want to make sure I'm warmed up. Let's do some vocal warm ups. <laughs> okay. I'm three. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good God. <laughs> I hope you didn't have your headphones up too loud, yeah. folks. Sorry. <laughs> That's what uh, compression is for. We'll make sure it doesn't split your skull. Uh, let's bow our heads in prayer. I thought that maybe our new sister could offer today's blessing. Well, that is very thoughtful of you, Mary Patrick, but I really... Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I could do that. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, sure. Bless us, O oh Lord, for these thy gifts which <laughs> we're about to receive. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of no food, I will fear no hunger. We want you to give us this day our daily bread and to the republic for which it stands. And by the power invested in me, I pronounce us ready to eat. (laughs) Amen. 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 Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Hey, Angie and Jeff, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? It's another episode. Hi. 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 <laughs> Come on, everybody. It's time to have fun. Hello and welcome to Cruel to Rewind, the world's greatest underground Chicago-based movie podcast. We take turns showing each other favorite movies for the first time and possibly the last. Will today's movie be cool or cruel to rewind? You'll have to keep listening to find out. Today, uh, we're going to watch Sister Act. Starring Whoopi Goldberg. It's your turn today. Yes. How are you doing, Queen Bees? I'm great. And it's a beautiful Sunday morning. Yes. And it we we didn't plan this this way, but it's nice that we're bringing our first churchy movie. Yeah. And uh, we're recording on Sunday morning. That's really nice. We, <laughs> we took a nice long walk. We heard church bells. Uh, we saw God's gifts unfold in front of us as we talked about the future and how high we're climbing and how far we're flying. That's right. And I just felt the goodness of Jesus um, inside. You know, as I think about the goodness <laughs> of Jesus. I'm not going to play the whole thing. Uh, Medea is a treasure. <laughs> but before we talk about today's movie, um, you know, there's some stuff we want to talk about. What we've been watching, what we've been thinking and feeling. Because this is our platform. And we can talk about whatever we want. Whatever the, whatever the frick we want. Um, I want to clarify that... The filmmaker behind Life After the Navigator, uh, last episode we talked about Flight of the Navigator and the wonderful documentary Life After the Navigator. The filmmaker is Lisa Downs with an S, not Lisa Down. Um, we had a great time interacting. You blew it! You blew it! I blew it. It was very nice to interact with Lisa on Instagram uh, and to get some double taps from old Joey Kramer himself. That was pretty cool. 
Yeah, that was super fun to do last week. I really enjoyed dissecting that movie. You are an inferior species, you dumb dork. Big friends news. Do we have a friends alarm? We'll make one and drop it in. We were on the After waiting for uh, over a year and a half, we're finally getting that friends reunion. They announced it, I think, right before the pandemic hit or, you know, in March or February of 2020. So it was put on hold, like a lot of things. But we finally got the teaser that it's coming next Thursday. Oh, wow. Yeah. Must see TV. Right. Damn. Yes. On HBO Max. So I don't, I have, the teaser is just the cast walking away from the camera. Right. It's really, arm you have no idea what is coming. So yeah. I really enjoyed the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion that we watched Mm-hmm. A few months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I you know, I have no idea what to expect. I'm really excited to see what it is. Yeah. I, I hope there's some some great manufactured drama in the in the spirit of original Aunt Viv uh coming on the set. Right. There I mean, I don't know if there was that kind of drama on the friends set, but I'm I have no idea. I at least hope we get to see Fat Chandler. Um because that's a treat. <laughs> uh, yeah. for everyone. And so I don't know if it's going to be them hanging out at Central Park, talking interview style like mm-hmm. the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air one, or if it's going to be like a sitcom style 21-minute show. I have no idea. I really haven't read anything about it. I don't know if they've released much about it, but I'm kind of, I like being in the dark a little bit. I mean, whatever they do, it's going to be better than anything Seinfeld ever did. So <laughs> that's that's all I know. <laughs> I experienced, we, we put on Girls 5 Eva on Peacock. Girls 5 Eva. Oh, good. That was good. Mm-hmm. We've been practicing all weekend. <laughs> yeah. Ready? Let's do it again. One, two. Girls 5 Eva. Beautiful. If I'm, you watch the show, you'll be singing that you hook all day, all night. The theme song is a stroke of genius. Yeah. Um, Going to be famous 5 Eva. <laughs> Because forever is too short. Right. It's just, it's what you expect from a um, a Tina Fey production. So I, I'm talking it up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But I experienced something watching it that I like to call the Milanakis effect. Okay. What do I mean by that? I don't know. Tell well, me. Well, um, you might remember Andy Milanakis. He was a... Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had a show on MTV. Whoa. This bizarre... Yes. ...sketch show, and he would rap, and he looked like... He looked unsettlingly young for his age. He he looked like sort of a husky 12-year-old, but that's what he's always looked like. I think he's like 45 years old now, and he still looks and sounds the same. I watched his sketch show on MTV back in the day. I think Mm -hmm. this was 06, 07. So yo, I gotta go. It's time for me to rock it. I put baloney in my left pocket. Smear some cream cheese in my gold locket. Cause it's my show. I'm Andy Milanakis. It's my show. I'm Spandy's Willis Pockets. It's my show. I'm Andy Milanakis. Cool. First time I watched it, laughed my ass off to the point of hysteria, mania. I just couldn't handle my shit. I busted a gut. I literally busted a gut. <laughs> Next day, put it on. Straight face. Nothing. It just dropped off. Okay. And that's what I experienced with Girls 5 Eva. I must admit. The first time we watched it, we watched those first four episodes. Mm-hmm. And Paula Pell has a bit that just had me doubled over. Mm-hmm. She sings this, this very uh, folksy song about rekindling love. And it's... It, it nearly killed me. I was laughing very hard. But next night we put it on, straight face. I chuckled yeah. a couple times. Did you notice that? Yeah. There, I, I don't know if it was... I wasn't sure if it was because I was getting tired at the end of the night. That could be too. But it wasn't... That episode wasn't as as good. I mean, I think we only have two more. I'm going to finish it and see what happens. Me too. But um, it, it starts off with a bang. But to sure. go... Just to go from cry laughing... Kicking my feet in the air. <laughs> to staring into space while the show is on. It, it, I can only describe it as the Milanakis effect. It's an interesting perspective. 
still check it out because you might not you might love it from beginning to end. And Sarah Burrell is is very funny as she's an great. actress. Um, I haven't. I well, I know she's been on Broadway, but I don't think she's done TV or sitcoms before. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken. So I actually did not realize that she was in this, and I really like her. She's Me very, too. It's very accessible. Mm-hmm. Like she could be Susan from marketing. She could be the VP of <laughs> of sales at your company. She just she looks literally like the girl next door, but she has these amazing gifts. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Check it out. Check it out. See if you like it. Episode six was kind of a bummer, but yeah, it was going into that Bowen Yang arena of humor where it's like okay you, you you better be up on snapchat and like the latest trends in social media if you're gonna follow these jokes and i kind of lost interest maybe that's it mm. that's funny <laughs> buddy uh, what else is going on well friday we sat down to watch a movie yeah and you said hey what kind of movie do you want to watch and i said hmm well i want to watch an action thriller like born identity uh i can't what else is like that you know the like, winter soldier yeah, scratches that not, itch for us yeah but not a marvel movie not because marvel. we watch those a lot too much but i was like yeah uh jason born style movie that's what yeah. i'm in for hand to hand combat yeah some gunplay right so what did i recommend john wick with Keanu Reeves, everybody's favorite ageless middle-aged action star. And I've just I've heard so much hype around this and mm-hmm. heard so many people I respect talk it up. And I heard that, you know, spoiler alert from 2014, but they kill his dog and that's what triggers this this wave of vengeance against the Russian mob. And I don't know, at some point you and I just looked at each other and we both realized at the same moment that we're just watching a mass shooting unfold and it just felt icky. Yeah. I can only watch so many bullets entering and exiting a person's head before I got to turn it off. It's it's gross in 2021. When he is in that club in kind of the middle of the movie, I think he kills at least 30 people just walking through trying to catch a guy who's running around in a towel because he was in this weird club basement pool. Yes. He he kills everyone instantly except the slow moving guy in a towel. That yeah. Who's like miss. probably slipping around with his wet feet because he just got out of a pool. It's yeah. so bizarre because yes, I don't mind movies with guns, but like thinking about like a Jason Bourne type of a movie, he's like, using his feet and hands to protect himself because yeah. he can't just be like, bang, bang, ba-bang, bang, bang. <laughs> ba-bang, bang. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was too much for me, and I checked out in yeah. a big way. And I want my money back from iTunes. Me too. Me too. And they try to jazz it up with Zatarans, um by <laughs> <laughs> by adding choreography and this these stylish movements. A la The Matrix. P.S. Fuck The Matrix. The Matrix can go jump off a pier and fuck itself for what it's done to to our culture and our shared consciousness and how it's destroyed both. What are you suggesting, my dear man? It's really, it's boring and hacky to look at older movies through the lens of 2021. But if we've learned anything from the last 10 years with with mass shootings galore, it's that any fucking clod can pull a trigger. Like all this, all these stylish movements and holding the gun a certain way and sideways and behind the back. It's just get out of my face. If someone's going to die in a movie, do it with your hands. Like Ryan Gosling and drive in the elevator. Just like stomp in someone's face. Stomping, stepping into someone's face. Like that's gross too. That's brutal. But you know, it's why I like the Chris Nolan Batman movie so much because he takes down an entire crime syndicate with elbow attacks. <laughs> yeah. S- slow moving elbow attacks. <laughs> That's Batman's fighting style. <laughs> Which leads us to the surprise of 2021. Mm-hmm. We rented it on a lark. We had no idea what it was. Paper Tigers. Which was awesome. 
you wanted to watch a kung fu style movie. Yes. And I was on, I'm on board for that, but I didn't feel like reading subtitles. I know some of these words. My head was kind of hurting, so I just didn't feel like reading on the screen the whole night. So sure. I don't know how you came across this, but... I don't know either. The description just looked cool. Just these aging kung fu, or gung fu, gung technically, fu. with a G. Uh, these kung fu experts are middle-aged now, and they have to avenge the death of their sifu, um, which mm-hmm. I think is like a sensei. Yeah. Just, you know, the chief, the the head dude. And we didn't know any of the actors. No. And it the was, director, the actors, nothing. It was completely it brand It was new. so refreshing. And the palate cleanser we needed after fucking John Wick mm-hmm. blew everyone's brains out. And I'm going to nerd out real hard for a second. The movie opens on this great grainy old VHS footage of the three martial arts experts fighting in their, you know, teens, 20s. As they're training as teens together. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's like the mid 80s and there's mm-hmm. all this footage of them fighting. They're untouchable. They're unbeatable. And if Street Fighter 2, the arcade classic, happened in real life, it would look like this VHS <laughs> footage. Just young people fighting, you know, on top of a, a storage unit or in an alley or in a basement. That's what it would look like. It was really cool. Highly recommended. It's got heart. It's It's got karate chops. It's funny too. It's really funny. They make it, they poke fun at these three guys who are now, you know, it's 20, 30, I don't know, 20 years later, Mm -hmm. 25 years later. So they're older, out of shape a little bit. Um, They haven't, been together yeah you know they were like inseparable for a while then they kind of went and like lived their lives and Mm -hmm. uh it's funny and great acting of people i've never heard of and really cool fight scenes great fight scenes yeah and like one guy has a with no guns with no guns yeah karate karate one guy has a knee injury from falling off scaffolding or something at a construction job. It's just very relatable. Yeah. They're just dealing with real life problems, but they have to like, they got to warm up and get the, get the moves back. Yeah. It's crack great. the knuckles a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. Highly recommended. Yes. And it was the perfect way to make up for our terrible Friday night movie. Yes. Try it today. We both know I'm training to become a cage fighter. All right. I think we're ready to talk about today's movie. Yeah. Let's roll the trailer for the 1992 flick starring Whoopi Goldberg, Sister Act. Lounge singer Dolores Van Cartier always wanted to be a star performer. Nothing you can say can tear me away from my God. But tonight, she's going to become a star witness. Hey, is there a problem? I've never seen anybody kill before. If you testify, I'm going to put you in the last place on or at the Vince would ever look for you. She's an ideal prospect for rehabilitation. Absolutely not. That is not a person you can hide. That is a conspicuous person. Absolutely He's not. to stick out. <laughs> look at me. I'm a penguin. I'd like uh. to offer a great big hi there and hello to Sister Mary Clarence. <laughs> this stuff is terrible. It tastes like shit. There are three vows that every nun must accept. The vow of poverty, mm-hmm. the vow of obedience, mm-hmm. and the vow of chastity. I am out of here. Hey, sister, we expecting any more of your friends? This turns into a nun's bar. I'm out of here. There's got to be something around here that I can do that's not going to chip my nails or annoy anybody. You will join the choir. The choir? <laughs> We're terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. Tell me about it. Place. I love him, I love him, I love him. What if you forget the words? You're gonna go straight to hell. <laughs> You're a pioneer. She ain't no nun. Oh, right in the balls. You have corrupted the entire club. I was thinking more like oh, Vegas, you know, get some butts in the seats. I'd rather sing than do anything. It's better than ice cream. It's better than springtime. It's better than sex. <laughs> no, I, I've heard. Sister act. <laughs> We're always gonna be together. That's what Diana Ross said. <laughs> That's a good one. 
That's funny. That's funny. Whoopi Goldberg stars as Dolores, a sassy lounge singer forced to hide out from the mob in the last place anyone would find her, a convent. In an effort to keep Dolores out of trouble, she's assigned to join the convent's choir, an ensemble that she soon turns into a vibrant and soulful act. Mm. But when the revamped choir group earns rave reviews, her sudden local celebrity jeopardizes her hidden identity. Oh, that sounds very difficult. <laughs> what, what do we got in the way of fun facts? Rotten Tomatoes, 74% for the critic score, 65% audience. Ebert gives it a two and a half stars. And I'll save my notes from his review until after we watch it. Okay. Fun facts, Whoopi does her own singing. That's unbelievable. I, I never knew this. Yeah. I know I've seen this at some point in my childhood, mm-hmm. but I really thought they just found a great sound-alike singer. Yeah. Wow. So I'm really impressed. She does her own singing. And friend of the show, Bette Midler, was originally supposed to star in this, and she turned it down. Okay. Okay. And I think she turned it down. She made some comment about wearing the, I forget what it's called, but the nun. Habit. Yes. And she was like, my fans don't want to see me wearing that. And then later on, she was like, I don't know why I said that. I don't know why that was the reason. So anyways, it you know, whatever. But it's fun to picture her in this movie. But it's also hard to imagine it not being Whoopi. So. Yeah, it's, it's impossible to picture anyone yeah. else. Thanks, Bet, for turning it down. You're welcome. I don't think I remember the very first time I watched this, but it was just in heavy rotation with yeah. big business, nine to five, all of those kind of older movies that I was watching. Is this another movie you'd watch at Grandma Rivera's house? I think so. I I, I think it was one that we took over there often. Okay. And either I watched it well. I don't know. My parents were helping them do stuff around the house. Yeah. This feels like a grandma's house (laughs) movie. I can picture being at my grandma's house, my mom's mom, and just flipping by and seeing this on TNT or something. Right. Yeah. It was definitely one that was always on TV. Um, There was a couple movies in this time period from Whoopi that I used to watch. Uh, Sister Act 2 came out just the next, the following year. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think both of them were in heavy rotation. And then uh, Karina Karina. Okay. She plays like a housekeeper maid for this guy and his daughter. That, uh, it's racist. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll do that one too. Great. I used to watch it all the time. Great. Um, but yeah. So it was just heavy in the rotation. I don't think I saw it in the theater or anything. I was probably pretty young. I think it was just something that came out. Yeah, you would have been six. On, yeah. Yeah, it came out on video. I think I was watching it when I was like 10-ish. So okay. it was definitely on VHS and in constant rotation when it was time to watch a funny movie. Absolutely. Any other memories bubbling up as we talk, as we hear the trailer? No. Great. <laughs> But I think we should just go watch it. Okay. Let's go watch Sister Act. Nice church, huh? Yeah, it's very nice. Look, what am I going to be, Quasimodo in the bath belfry? What is this? I want you to stay here for a while. Where? In the convent. It's the safest place in the world. You think Vince is going to look for you in the convent? What, what, what in the what? The convent. You must be out your You know what? I'm going to go back and work this out with Vince. You're a lunatic. You know, damn convent with these people. bad vibes. Sinbad vibes, you say? Yeah, like the yeah. delivery, yeah. something about it. Just just running, running your mouth. mouth. Yeah, mm-hmm. dependably running your mouth. And it being entertaining. To err is human, to forgive divine. You may stay. But I shall restrict your activities to a single task. What's that? Singing. You will join the choir. No. You will sleep and you will sing. That will be your task until you leave. No. The choir? I mean, have you heard them? The choir. Mary Clarence. 
Okay, we watched Sister Act from 1992, starring Whoopi Goldberg. Adele, we're going to talk about it. My notes are in the form of like four, I'm calling them hot takes. Fresh hot takes. Yeah, hot to me at least. Hot off I the don't griddle. know. They might not be that hot, but okay. we'll see. My first hot take, it's a very personal hot take. It's something I've kind of discovered doing this show. I always thought that my favorite movie genre was romantic comedy growing up, but mm-hmm. I want to call fish out of water comedy yep. a new genre, and that was my favorite. Confirmed. Like, Miss Congeniality, yep. Big Business, Troop mm-hmm. Beverly Hills, all of them. Jungle to jungle. Jungle to jungle. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, no. <laughs> All of them. What's that you say? Uh, uh, Troop Beverly Hills? Yeah. Boy, oy, oy. <laughs> and we, so we first meet Dolores. She is a Reno lounge singer. Yep. And she accidentally sees her boyfriend kill someone who she didn't realize was an, a part of the Italian mob, which it couldn't be more obvious. <laughs> played, but somehow she doesn't know. Played by Harvey Keitel, the greasiest, most cartoonish. Mobster, you can imagine. Okay. So she's thrown into this convent to stay safe and alive until she can testify against him because she saw this murder. Yes. But um, let's let's meet Dolores first. Okay. And we'll hear some, uh, I guess, some real whoopee singing. She's singing at a casino in Reno. This is her life. Can't believe that's Whoopi. That's what the internet told me. Sounds great. That's a well above average singing mm-hmm. voice. Like it's not perfectly polished. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really, that's great. I mean, if she auditioned for a wedding band, <laughs> she'd probably get in. <laughs> She's pretty good. Yeah, good for her. If you testify, I'm going to put you in the last place on earth that Vince would ever look for you. This is a convent, a religious order, and there are certain rules you must obey. St. Catherine's is a place to commune and to pray. And I will not tolerate any disruption whatsoever with that communion. Do you understand? Yes. Good. But do you understand I'm the victim here? Do you understand I'm the good guy? I mean, they just kind of threw me in here with you nuns. I mean, do you get that? I'm the good guy. I mean, I saw a guy get his face blown off. So why don't you just give me the key to my room? Was it John Wick? I'll lay low. You stay out of my face, I'll stay out of your face, and I will commune my little black ass in that room. Can you handle that? I think it's a very good idea. Thank you. <laughs> very good idea. So, yeah, things are, they, you know, in unsurprising news, she's not happy about being at the convent and also this uh, yeah. head Mary is like, uh Let's stay away from each other. This is weird. Maggie Smith ain't having it. No. She's very uncomfortable. I want to do a sidebar and talk a little bit about Whoopi because, again, first time on the show. So she's billed as an author, an actor, a comedian, um, talk show host. She's getting into a a cannabis line and clothing line. Like she's doing everything. She is. She's remarkable. She, She looks like... I thought about this while watching the movie. Nobody looks like Whoopi. Yeah. She has such a unique look. That's a good point. I don't know what else to say about it, but just. She's definitely one of a kind. That face, you want to see that face on celluloid. She is one of 16 entertainers to have an EGOT, an Emmy, a Golden Globe, an Oscar, and a Tony. I don't think so. Well, who's an EGOT? EGOT is not a person, TJ. It's a goal. It stands for Emmy, a Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. That's a good goal for a talented, crazy person. Because she started out on Broadway. That's where she kind of was discovered by Mm -hmm. Spielberg and got uh, The Color Purple. Yep. 
That's when that was her first award, the Golden Globe. Yeah. Her EGOT famously depicted on 30 Rock. Yeah. <laughs> because Tracy Jordan learns what that term is and he immediately wants it for himself. It's very funny. I saw it already. In the next year, in 1993, when Sister Act 2 came out, she became the highest paid actress at the time. Mm-hmm. So surprised. she's just like storming through, making moves real early. Best friends no with best friends with two of the funniest people of all time, Billy Crystal and Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. They were just unstoppable forces of comedy. Look out. Sister Mary Clarence, when did you get your call? What call? <laughs> oh, the call, the call. I, I didn't know what to call you. <laughs> <laughs> I, was work, I was working in Reno. And I got the call. And you don't know how hard it is to get a call until you've worked in Reno, you know. We were just, we we ministered to a lot of different kind of people. Newlyweds, hookers, gamblers. What a joy. A fulfilling to be able to get right in there with your hands and work with the people. (laughs) What call? (laughs) What call? That was great. Okay, hot take number two. I think Maggie Smith has always been old. Was Maggie Smith ever like 35? I don't know. She's always been old. And always been Scottish because of Harry Potter, but that's not (laughs) true at all. When did Hook come out? 90? Right. 90 before this? I I believe it's 91. And I know that she was made to look a lot older in that movie, but in this, she's just herself and she's old. She's in Harry Potter and she's old. She's She's, in Downton Abbey. She's old. old. She's always old. So that's my hot take is I I think she was just born as like a 65-year-old woman. Fresh out the womb. Yep. Yeah. She was 60 at birth. That's a great reality show. 60 at birth. Check it out on TLC. It's awesome. Girl groups. Boogie woogie on the piano. What were you thinking? Boogie woogie. I was thinking more like Vegas, you know, get some butts in the seats. Yeah. And what next? Popcorn? Curtain calls. This is not a theater or a casino. Yeah, but that's the problem, see? People like going to theaters and they like going to casinos, but they don't like coming to church. Why? Because it's a drag. (laughs) Yeah. Such a drag. But, um, so Maggie Smith's character makes Dolores just join the choir. Yeah. And so in the first practice, when Dolores shows up, (laughs) she she wasn't planning to take over the choir, but they kind of start talking and she's like, well... Let me let me see what I can do here. You guys need some help. Like I don't think she could help herself. She's used to a certain caliber of musician, but this is what she gets. Okay, <laughs> on three. One, two, three. <laughs> okay. That's so much funnier than I ever remembered. <laughs> but then she does a uh, works a, a little bit of magic, and then we get this. Let's review those notes again and see if we can put it together. Sister. Basses. Altos. Sopranos. On three. One, two, three. Flat. Oh, we did it. We actually sang. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) I love it. And that leads me to my third hot take. What's that? Kathy Najimi is star. She is star. Yeah. Much in the same vein as Sean Khan. <laughs> yeah. The way Sean Khan was star. Yeah. Kathy Najimi is star. Yeah. <laughs> I think she is the second best thing about this movie. And it's always fun to have like a blissfully unaware character. Who... Yeah. Psychotically so. Right. She, she's got crazy eyes. Yeah. Through the, through the film. Yeah. <laughs> crazy eyes. And she's the one in that first note that they all sing together. She's 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 loud. She's got a high voice. That's her. Yeah, she's got that natural vibrato that is just on the cusp of spiraling out of control. It's <laughs> it's it makes for good musical comedy. Reverend Mother, on behalf of all the sisters here at St. Catherine's, I'd like to offer a great big hi there and hello to Sister Mary Clarence. Mm-hmm. Mary Clarence. What? <laughs> Up and out. We don't want to be late. What time is it? Well, it's almost five, sister sleepyhead. <laughs> five a.m.? 
Get out of here. I just went to bed 20 minutes ago. Get out of scram. Come on. The sun is shining. It's a beautiful day. <laughs> I work with women like that who are, they put way too much effort into being cheery. Oof. But behind the facade, they're really muscling in on you to get their way. So this isn't the view. I mean, we can have an honest talk about this if you want. Um, I was triggered. Yeah, I was triggered it, just then. Is it is it genuine? Or is it sneaky? I think in this case, she is just a happy person. Yes, I, I, it, it just reminded me of some <laughs> situations at work. Uh, all right, let's move ahead. Are you always this cheerful? <laughs> am I? <laughs> all right, I am. I know it. I can't help it. I've always been upbeat, optimistic, perky. Even as a child, my mother used to say, that girl is pure sunshine. She'll either grow up to be a nun or a stewardess. Coffee? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. a great smoker's laugh. Right. They're um, so perky. I love that. Ladies, ladies, you were fantastic. <laughs> Sisters, you did good. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait till Sunday when we sing. <laughs> I'd rather sing than do anything. It's better than ice cream. It's better than springtime. It's better than sex. <laughs> No, I've heard. Boing, <laughs> So she takes the choir and like just flips it upside down. And yep. all of a sudden all these people are joining the congregation on Sundays and they're quite, they're quite popular. They're getting out in the community. They're making a difference. Fixing up the neighborhood. Through music. All because of Dolores. Wow. That's great. And this whole time, they don't know that she is just, you know, hiding out undercover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fourth hot take is I really hate the Italian mob boyfriend plot line. Oh, my God. I'm glad that it's very fast in yeah. the beginning. Like, they get through it within a few minutes. And I it's, it's like this with so many movies I watched as a kid where there's certain plot lines where I'm just like yeah whatever get past that and then get to the the real stuff where Dolores is in the church helping the choir um but it's so over the top cheesy and I really hate it they're so Italian they are so Italian they got mortadella (laughs) falling out of their pockets (laughs) it is Italian it is obscenely Italian yeah Let's listen. Hey, uh, Dolores, yes, from Vince. It's his dead body. With love. Oh, really? Yeah. Then why didn't he bring it down to me himself? Oh, he wanted to, but he's got a big meeting upstairs. Yeah, hey, big meeting. Hi. Could you say goodnight to these clowns, please? I'm getting a headache. I don't want them in here. Get out. Let's go. All right, I'm going. All right, you know. All right, I'm getting out of here. Gabagoo, you know what I mean, Gabagoo. <laughs> At one point, he pulls out his wallet. It's just, it's just a couple slices of Capicola folded <laughs> over each other as a money clip. Just kidding. Is that racist? If I saw these guys coming down the street, I'd cross the street immediately. Yeah. There's something something about these mob stereotypes. Uh-huh. It's like the inverse of it's it's like they're like cops almost in a way because when you deal with them, things are guaranteed to escalate. There's yeah. no de-escalation. Right. <laughs> but the situation's going to go one direction and it's bad. When Jeff was just talking then, he was like Doing the challenge. You, know? <laughs> you have to do it with your hands. What is this? You the gotta, chef's kiss thing, kind of? You got to pound the chicken so it's flat <laughs> so it cooks even, you know? All uh, right. Stir the sauce. Okay. So, yeah, she's dating this guy. This is... These are his, like, two goons or whatever you want to call them. His yeah. sidekicks. I mean, they all sound like this. They, You can imagine what they look like if you haven't seen this movie. So, like, she doesn't know he's in the mob, and then she just accidentally walks in on him killing someone about something stupid, probably. Mm-hmm. So. And I, I'm a hairy man, so I can say this, but there's some greasy, hairy dudes. <laughs> Something's going on. He's so damn cocky. Yeah, he's bluffing Vince. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You find Dolores? Dolores? She's gone. We don't know where she is, and she hasn't been back to her place all day. He's got Dolores. We gotta get her back. Gabagoo. Facts are eight by ten to every contact we got. I can't hear this. Uh, Dolores Van Cartier, a quarter of a mil, dead or alive. I gotta be back by five. Dead or alive. I gotta be back by five to stir the sauce. You know what I mean? 
You gotta slice the garlic. <laughs> Wait for that. That's racist. I really hate that part of the movie. It's not a huge part of it. It's quick in the beginning. You get a sprinkle here and there just to remind yeah. people why she's in the convent and lying to all these women. In 1992, no one would question this portrayal of mob, <laughs> uh, Italian mobsters. Okay. Those are my four hot takes. Did you have any hot takes? Those are real hot takes. No, I just, I wanted to just slide into your hot takes whenever cool. the opportunity arose. Those were some good hot takes. I appreciate that. Right. Now, so after watching the movie, let's go back to Roger Ebert's uh, review for a quick second. Um, Let me remind future Jeff to drop in music from the critic. So Roger Ebert gave this movie two and a half stars, which is like, it's pretty average. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Um, he, he goes into a lot of detail about watching the trailer. And this trailer is really good. It, it is. It's very funny. And it's one of those where I feel like, well, he, he talks about this. And I do agree where they picked out like all the very funniest moments and mashed them together in a two-minute trailer. It's a really good trailer. Um, there's definitely some more moments, but you they really do cram in like all the best things within the trailer. So I kind of get that. Okay. But most of his issues were aimed at the director. He said the director, Emil Ardolino, does not have a touch for comedy and his pacing is consistently too languid for this material. He has no visual style at all. Every shot is the obvious textbook approach. He describes this as overall it's a missed opportunity with the plot idea with Whoopi as the star. Like it could have been something better. Whoopi as star. Whoopi is star. Yeah. Her performance and Kathy and Jimmy's performance, they're good to the point where you can forgive, I think, a lot of these boring yeah. shots, a lot of the visual stuff he's talking about, mm -hmm. which I will admit went over my head. It it seemed fine. It's fine. Like it's, it's, it, that's what it is. Yeah. I don't think it was going to be some like cinema magic. Yeah. Happening. People but. aren't lining up at IMAX theaters to see <laughs> no. the re-release of Sister Act on 70 millimeter. One man said he could actually feel the colors. So before <laughs> we wrap up, I want to do a, a quick like before and after yeah. of Dolores's choir magic. Let's listen to the choir before she was involved. Here we go. Wow, not even close. They like <laughs> almost wandered into a new key by accident. That's pretty funny. I had to do choir in seventh grade. And yeah. all I can think about is, is this, this is probably kind of what it sounded like mm -hmm. when we had to do shows at school, right? Yep. Yep. Or when I had to do, I think a lot of kids did this, but you do a little concert with your recorder, like in fifth grade, like that had to have sounded like a bag of screaming cats oh my god yeah it, it like it's it, most of it's like that famous youtube clip of the middle school band playing you know the theme from 2001 <laughs> most of it sucks <laughs> we'll drop it in But yeah, I went to a Lutheran school and there you were always expected to sing in choir. It had to sound like that yeah. most of the time. Yeah. Let's now listen to Dolores work her magic. And this is 
what you get. This is not this woman's real voice, surprisingly. Oh, shocking. <laughs> A marked improvement. And I like that they still found ways for Sister Mary Patrick to really belt out her notes. Yeah, it's clearly tightened up, but yes. still we have the singing for comedic effect. It's a good balance. And I think it works. But Sister Mary Robert, played by Wendy McKenna, yes. um, that was not her real voice, which uh-huh. if you have seen this movie, it's pretty obvious Yeah, that like uh, the voice doesn't match the person. L.A. studio singer. Yeah, yeah. so... I think Dolores did pretty good there, wouldn't you say? I think she has a future in musical pedagogy. She's very good. The nuns do eventually find out who she really is and why she was there, but they've grown to love her, and they want to protect her and save her, and uh, it all works out at the end. And she gets away from the map. <laughs> you mean they kidnapped her? Yes, two men, and they had guns. <gasps> why would anyone kidnap a nun? Were they Catholics? She isn't a nun. She's a lounge singer. Her real name is Dolores Van Cartier. She witnessed a vicious crime and has been hiding in our convent. She isn't a nun. She she lied to us? She was such a wonderful nun. Look what she did with the choir. She made us sing beautifully. (laughs) Should have kept us. Well, I don't care who she is. We can't sing without her. She's our inspiration. Grandmother. Please, I know that you and Mary Clarence didn't always agree, but we've got to help her, please. We've got to save her. We can't leave it up to the feds. That's what I told them. That's what it sounds like. Think clearly. Have you any idea who these two men were? Inside joke. They were from Reno, and they're taking her to the Moonlight Lounge. Reno. Nevada. And they go, and the cop saves her, and it's all okay. Even she knows it's a shithole in Reno. Okay. I have a question for you. What's that? My question is, would it be cool or cruel to rewind Sister Act? You know, it probably comes as no surprise uh, based on our fan worship of Whoopi throughout the episode. I enjoyed this. You know, mob stereotypes aside, Italian stereotypes. I'm going to say it's cool. I'm so happy. Two cools in a row. Yep. Yep. That's exciting. The show's becoming a love fest again, but that's okay. Yeah, it's something like so many of these movies that I'm revisiting. You you put it on, you go make your snack, and you pour yourself a beer, and then you come back, and the the boring stuff is out of the way, and then you get to the good part of the movie. Right. (laughs) Yeah, there are scenes. There are scenes I'm always going to enjoy uh, mm-hmm. scattered throughout. So it's cool. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Yay! All right. What do you think about Sister Act? What did it make you think and feel? Do you have any memories? Anything we got wrong? Did my Italian accent uh, offend you? Send us an email. Let us know at cruel to rewind at gmail.com or leave us a message at 929-456-0304. Today. <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at cruel to rewind. And you can find all this great information on our website, cruel to rewind.com. Oh, one other thing about Sister Act that yes. I did read. There is a remake in the mix, apparently. Wow. 
I think it's very, very early stages, but I don't know if Whoopi's going to be involved or not. I'm not exactly sure, but we'll keep our ears peeled for that. Yes. I'm wondering who's going to play the main character. I'm thinking, I can't think of her name. Um, She was in Cats. Jennifer Uh, Hudson? Jennifer Hudson. I wonder Mm. if that would be the lead. I don't know. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so since Maggie Smith is, I think she could still play the Reverend Mother and, and look the same because she's just forever an old lady. Forever old. <laughs> I want to be forever Good one. Old. What's up next week? Up next, it's time for another listener pick directed by none other than Ron Howard. We have the 1988 fantasy epic Willow. Fantasy epic. Yes. Your my favorite. Favorite thing. Horses and swords. These are all my favorites. <laughs> you get all your favorites. <laughs> well, this was a blast. We have to go now. Yes. So, you know, take your vitamins. Try your best at work. Get your vaccines. Get your shot. Get, get, a, airborne. get a shot of Moderna in the right butt cheek. And a shot of Pfizer in the left, and you'll be invincible. <laughs> Remember, Sean Conn was star. Never forget. Don't let anybody put a hamburger in your bed. Most importantly, thank you for listening. Stay cruel out there. And happy rewinding. Nothing you could do could make me untrue to my God. My God. Oh my Nothing God. you could buy could <laughs> make me tell a lie. My God! I gave my God my word of God damn it! To be faithful, and I'm gonna. Oh my God! I won't be deceiving my God. God damn you! As a matter of opinion, I think he's tops. My opinion is he's the cream of the crop. You're goddamn right, I said it. Taste to be exact. Oh my God, bye. We love you.